Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 263. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And tonight we're joined by a very special guest, a legit professional pod- podcaster, writer, actor, producer. What was he? Executive producer at How Stuff Works. And you would probably know his voice best from the podcast, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. We have Ben Bolin joining us tonight. Welcome, Ben. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. Thank you uh, for having me. Uh, famously, one of the o- o- one of only two guests to, uh, to, to mess up coming on the show. Uh, You're in good you, company, my friend. You and Elvis. You guys are telling me, it's, uh, it's uh, Elvis... And myself say, come here with a mea culpa. And I uh, wanted to <laughs> wanted to make good on this. We yeah yeah yeah. We got a little ki- we got a kill list somewhere. Yeah, it, we, we just scratch your a, name. It's the it book goes of back grudges. to just Elvis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have only one. Back to just yeah. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good, Our good. book of grudges. Scratch yeah. you off there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you guys so much for having me. I reached out. Now we had met a number of years ago at a thing called uh, Alien Con. And, and I like to I like to think that we kind of clicked and connected on, on a lot of the same things. So I kept an I kept an eye out and an ear out and I wanted to uh, I wanted to come like tug at you guys coats or whatever they say. <laughs> I don't know English idioms uh, very well. Uh, I don't know. Uh, to, to talk about stuff that I thought, was, that I thought would be of interest uh, to all of us. And I got to say, man, I don't, I, I know this is part of the, the live stuff now, but um, the folks, if you're tuning into ATT, uh, welcome. And the the coolest stuff is some of the backstage conversation. You know how friendly it is. It feels like it feels oh, yeah. like walking into a very cozy space to to be able to to shoot the breeze for a little bit before we before we get rolling. You know what I mean? And also, also, yeah. Th- thanks for having me. After I totally shat the bed on showing up oh, last time. Not a problem. I mean. This- just That's cool. Way, you way you nearly goes. missed the vote of I think it was fifty one percent in favor of having you back. So fifty one percent, forty nine percent of murdering you, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. The other one was keeping you on that list, so it's all good. Oh, that's good. I've, I, you know, I lived. I did my time. No, you're good. Yeah, I think we met yeah. you. At, I think we, met, yeah, met you at Alien Con. I think it was twenty nineteen. I was a riot, and then I think we all went to the what was it, the Star Wars themed cantina with like Hysteria fifty one and. That's mad, right. mad scientist podcast and a couple others, and we yeah, had, a, people, yeah, that was had a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, when we first started podcasting, obviously you were you guys were already going, so there. Oh, you, you guys are you, you guys are one of the first. So yeah, I think yeah. I, I was before we even started the pod, or you know, before we even started the pod. I think I was listening to you guys before we started our podcast. Like I was already oh, listening. Gosh. So I knew. Thank you so much. You're <laughs> yeah, definitely OG legend here. Hell yeah, absolutely. You've keep me entertained on many a night shift. Oh yeah, man. Talk radio, yeah. man. Thank For you. Yeah. Dude, yeah. thank you so much. This is like a with uh, with with these sort of things, you know, we're talking off off air, right? Uh totally thought we I totally thought we would end up being fired, you know. The, <laughs> the, the, now we get these um these really heartfelt sincere and and pretty cryptic emails every so often that say <laughs> have you guys been doing this so long who 
who's really funding you? Who do you really work <laughs> for? Do you work for? Are you the CIA? And I'm like, I fucking wish we were the CIA. Oh, do you know government how much pennies? More? Like, fuck. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I get I'll government pen- holidays off? Pension? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm answering this email a little bit shit canned at 2 30 in the morning. <laughs> CIA, I am not. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's really cool that shows like this uh, exist. I'm not talking about stuff they want you to know. I'm talking about alien theorists because uh, we're in a time uh, as a civilization, we're in a time where people are, I think, increasingly less hesitant to question some of the things that they would have been otherwise, you know, embarrassed to mention in a public sphere, or in some cases it could have ended their careers. Like a lot of pilots are coming out and saying, yeah, I saw it. We all saw this thing and it was weird. And then you ask them, well, why didn't you say anything when it happened this many years ago? And they say, well, because I like being a pilot. (laughs) I like my job. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. uh, We had Kevin Day on, uh, a year and a half ago and uh he he actually cried he was so happy that this all this information about the tic tac had come out and we asked him we're like do you feel vindicated and he started to tear up and cry he's like it's it's feels so good that i'm not crazy (laughs) and you're Mm. like oh shit this is this is a real human and having real emotions who's seen some shit Mm. right yeah very interesting yeah no it's been a it's been a fun ride so far for sure but tonight we're not so much talking about extraterrestrials. You reached out a while ago and you guys put out an episode about the Silurian hypothesis. Now, for people who don't know what that is, including us, before you really met, message us, what exactly is that? <laughs> and why did it interest you? Okay. All right. Now, this does tie into uh, uh, tangentially to the idea that is often sort of called in general, ancient aliens. Mm. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't fall into some of the. Uh, I think, frankly, racist trappings that ancient aliens can for sure can fall into. <laughs> but the the Silurian hypothesis is a legit kind of a thought experiment. Uh, there a while back, uh, these two guys, both who have their bona fides, a guy named Gavin Schmidt and a guy named Adam Frank, got together and they were having like one of. Our favorite kind of conversations. One of the theorizing. One of the yeah, interesting nerds having interesting conversations. Kind of like how what, the what is it like the Fermi paradox came into those like yeah, yeah, just exactly. sitting at a, yeah. just sitting in a sitting in the cafeteria being like you know what. What if fucking slamming their fists on the stuff, table? You know, yeah, they're, yeah, they're at lunch. Where is so, everybody? Where <laughs> you know, he's like flinging a French fry around for emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> yes, these two guys have something like this, and they started saying, "Get married to two very smart dudes." They started saying, "You know what? What if we could detect alien civilizations by analyzing what we can learn about their climate?" Uh, from from space, the very, very far away stuff. And then eventually, in the course of these conversations, one of them says, I'm paraphrasing here, holy shit, what if we could do this with Earth? We're a lot closer. <laughs> We've got, you know, we can learn more about the world around us. And they call it the Silurian hypothesis. And it led them to this weird thing where they said, is it possible that there could have been 
an industrial civilization before the one that people live in today, right? Is it possible that uh, so many, many millions of years ago, something could have come and went and we, uh, we as current civilization, would we be able to detect it? What they found was pretty interesting. Even for folks who, who feel that they are very skeptical, the, the problem, simply put, is that Earth is a superorganism. It's mm, alive. It's, it's always hungry. It's <laughs> really difficult to build anything that lasts on a like the long-term geological time scale. Yeah, like they like the human body sheds its entire your entire skin sloughs off. Within a couple of yes. years or so long, years and everything's not mine. just gone. Not yours. <laughs> no, no not right. your feet. Not on those feet. Oh, skin you, is you rock extra hard. for the good skin. Yeah, he's got the good yeah. shit. Okay. So when we're talking, he has to wear shoes like two size bigger because just all the extra yeah. skin. It just falls down. I'm not getting fatter. Like people are like, oh, he, he's, he's putting on weight. No, no, I just don't shed. He absorbs his own mass. <laughs> <Right? laughs> You're accumulating mass. I'm just yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so when we're talking about industrial <laughs> like level, we're talking about like like steam engine and like. That kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So the idea is like, would you would you be able to detect anything from a large scale, large scale deployment of say like fossil fuels? That would be one uh, right. large scale uh, transformation of materials, machine work. You know, uh, and then all the way up to like a nuclear capable society, or even a space capable. Society, which is where it gets very interesting, right? Because can you imagine some sort of uh, civilization that got successful enough to get some stuff, uh, get some stuff on the nearest natural satellite, Earth's moon, mm. and then they shat the bed? Because that <laughs> sounds like classic Earthling to me. Uh, this, like, they, they like got all the way up there, and then okay. So the idea is that you would see certain things left in the record, right? Um, it's called the people are calling this current phase or fad of Earth's life the Anthropocene, the age of of the human, because uh, scientists are pretty confident that quite a while from now. Someone, some entity, maybe another mixtape version of people will be able to look back and they'll say, oh, wow, the, there was this one species that did a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Deposits of, uh, <clears throat> deposits of biomass are different, right? There might be some nuclear stuff still kicking around. Uh, so there would maybe be a way to find this stuff, but it really goes back to, you know, the idea, I love what you're pointing out, Dan, the idea that Earth kind of eats of itself and sheds its own skin. Uh, what that means then, the interesting part, the part that made me think of you guys, is that it is completely possible, not plausible, but possible, uh, that another civilization came and went, and we wouldn't know squat about it. All right, Ben's got more stuff he wants you to know, but before that, we're going to take a short break, grab a beer, and we'll be right back. If you want to skip the ads and get the show early, you know where to go. Alientheorist.com, hit support, Patreon, or Supercast. Boom, we appreciate it. We'll be right back. Right. I mean, because we really only have records of humanity for, what, like 6,000 years? And now we found, like, Gobekli Tepe, and these, so, like, 10,000, 11,000 years. And then before that was... a 
ice age when sea levels were what 500 feet lower and covered most of the northern hemisphere. <laughs> like so, and humans are what they, they originally said. I think when I was in, I, when I was in high school, it was like oh, it's only 200,000 years. We've only been Homo sapiens for 200. Then they pushed it back and back and back. So yeah. what, what what are they saying now? Well, right now, and, and this is weird because there are still new discoveries being made. Right now, uh, most experts agree sometime around 300,000 years ago, what I like to call homie sapiens hit the stage. Homie you sapiens? <laughs> yeah, homie sapiens. I like that. Homie sapiens. Homie sapiens. They hit the stage. Uh, and those folks were not quite the kind of folks you would encounter today, right? You could see them and... Even if they were dressed up just like the caveman lawyer in Saturday Kinda Night Live, kind of looks similar to Braden. I don't know. You, I don't know if you walk <laughs> you walk yeah. into some rural or some rural WalMarts, you might, <laughs> you might run into some pretty pretty some, accurate some analogs. suspects in there. <laughs> hey, we're all related though. The thing is, <laughs> we all came from uh, there. The yeah. thing is, the ones that um, the average, the ones you would recognize as more behaviorally modern, right? right? Those don't come around until just 70 or 50,000 years ago. So there's something, it's it's another weird thing. So for 250,000 years, something like that ballpark, there were these people who kind of looked like they were anatomically, you know, very similar, physically very similar. Um, modern humans today, could interbreed with this homie sapien, right? And this is the age of the great human mixtape. So we got the Sylvans, we got Neanderthals, we got real life hobbits out there. Oh, the Florensis, yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. like one or there's one yeah, or two mystery one, species still out there. We like, actually have two we have two genetic homo, record. We have two homo flanches on this. Of the hobbits here, yeah, on this podcast, actually. Oh, what? I believe you if, you're, if, test, if huh? you're under five foot yeah. seven and three quarters, you can be classified as a descendant of a homo florensis. Well, I'm five foot seven and three quarters. I'm good. Oh, okay. Five foot seven, <laughs> five foot seven, and seven yeah. eighths. You're out. You're back. So, <laughs> so doesn't count if you're wearing shoes, though. <laughs> oh no! Wait, <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got heels on. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, you you would see that human beings. We can go back and forth about what the what defines modern human beings. Stroll onto stage pretty late in the game. Right. And evolution is sort of a brute force hack. So of course it takes a while. But uh but I think it's cool and it's fair to question, you know, what about those other millions and millions and millions of years? What what was it like? Was this just a, a nice quiet neighborhood before we started, <laughs> you know, chugging Red Bulls and like <laughs> making reality TV? Huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like comparing it to the when she said the brute force hack, it's like when human and you know the the concept of intelligence comes into it. It's like we kind of got the the cheat codes almost, you could say. I think, and in some sense, that it's like we've we've developed so quickly in such a in such a short span of time that it's it's yeah that, that this theory there there are parts of it that do make a lot of sense. That'd be like you could have. What is it? They they found uh, they found out, or they pushed back the time when they they found that that the humans have controlled fire. fire. Like that was the yes, that was the big happened. thing that just yeah. happened. Pushed that they pushed back. back the date hundreds of thousands of years 
was it like a hundred thousand years or something like I that? Think it went when back they, like a when, million years or something, like way back. When when humans, not exactly us, but like another, uh, it was not Homo sapiens, but I think it, it was wasn't totally, you, Dan. No, no, it wasn't me. Yeah. That was even before. If anybody me. be Zell, he's that was the even one not, been that was even before me. That was before me. <laughs> <Zell. laughs> um, yeah, and they put back the day that we had, uh, you know, uh, somewhat command of fire, and that if you could have a civilized, even that, but that's still, like you said, it's still. I always, I always remember the thing from. <laughs> I can't remember if it's like one of the eyewitness videos or something I used to watch. But it's like if you took a if you took the book of life on Earth, you would have one. Page. You'd have like huge pages, and like the like the humans would. You'd have this entire volume of thousands and thousands and thousands of pages, and humans would come in on like the last half of the last page. Yeah. And nothing. that's where, that's, that's the where best we part sit. though. That's when everything gets tied together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the denouement. <laughs> like the, the idea. Too hot is, to handle starts. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're when the beat drops really. Yeah. Uh, go. So good luck all the other life forms. Uh, <laughs> thanks for setting it up. Keeping the seat warm. But uh, yeah, this is, so this mm-hmm. helps us explore this question, this hypothesis. Um, Knowing that in a relatively brief span of time, humanity has made these um, long-term marks on on the planet, right? Uh, that in such a way that it is possible that those consequences will fundamentally change what we understand about humanity. Is it possible that humans could wipe themselves out? And then, is it possible as part of a pattern? You know, what if this is not the first J-curve of expansion using the uh, cheat code of intelligence, which people still can't define? I was kind of thinking about that too today because I was thinking when I was trying to really kind of put my brain to it, not a lot of power. Not a lot of behind there, but (laughs) uh, I was thinking that, you know, like if we were all to drop dead right now, all the humans just extinct, like how long would our structures last? How long would, mm. before nature would take back over, right? And a lot of these structures that we had would be would be gone. Like what would be left, right? You, you know, metals, plastics, right? Like it, it ruins some roadways. Like what would a future civilization be able to look back at what we have right now to see that it was us? And they'd have to fucking know what they were looking for, right? Because it's like, <laughs> you see a steel girder, do you go like, oh, someone must have fucking made that for sure. Or do you go like, that must be a natural occurring steel girder. If you have no, if you have no like reference, no reference frame of reference, like how hard would it be for a future civilization to even spot our technology? Dude, we don't even have to look back that far, right? Because just in the last handful of years, the LIDAR scans of like the Mayan empire before they only found a couple yeah. pyramids, there was Chichen Itza and a few others. Mm-hmm. And now they scan like, uh, like Southern Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, and they find that there's actually probably a civilization that could house a million to like 10 million people. They had, they found the foundations of all the buildings and the runways and the causeways mm-hmm. all overgrown in a handful of hundreds of years. So if you extract that up 10, like 10, even 10 times more, we probably wouldn't Ooh. find it because it'd be buried under soil. Like it would all, all the leaves and roots would degrade and just build up and we'd probably never find it. So. So glad you mentioned LIDAR. Yeah, it changed <laughs> It changed the game. It was, um, it's fascinating. And as it becomes, the economy scale kicks in and it's easier and easier for um, very brilliant but often cash-strapped 
uh, academic pers- uh, academic initiatives to search. I, I think the com- we're just going to learn more, more right? And more. Because yeah. Faulkner's right when he says the past isn't over. It's not even past yet. They just, of- they just tagged a bunch of new Nazca lines. Like they just tagged yeah. a whole bunch Boom. of new ones. Like it's just in the last week or so. Yeah. It's amazing. People are out there changing the world. One time I fell asleep trying to put on a pair of pants. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we've all been there. We've been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're all shooting from the waist up for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do podcasts yeah. for a reason. I'm wearing okay? a fucking midriff. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's all, this is a common, common outfit for him. It's normal. Normal. It's, yeah, it's pod uniform right well, there. You can't pull here. it down any further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the worst scenes. So all the Randy but I'm only, lar- for I'm only a size large from the chest up. <laughs> like when we talk about whatever, like mm. left behind, like what about like byproducts of like, um, like let's say like, for example, like byproduct of commercial development, like microplastics, mm. right? Like that shit's it. We're, we're starting to see that in breast milk. Yeah. Right? Like that is everywhere now. Mm. Part Do you of think us. we'd be able to find something like that from these advanced civilizations? Like, and then again, like these are industrial advanced civilizations, yet we can still find these like, you know, precious metals and stuff like that without having to like, you know, look that hard. That's a great, yeah, that's a great question. That's something we actually didn't talk about on on the show because that, yeah, the microplastic thing, you would ideally be able to say this material is synthetic, right? This version of this version of petroleum or petroleum products doesn't occur naturally, but then it would be so widespread by now that you might you might also think, okay, this just used to be a much less hospitable climate because that's what all the scientists say about ancient Earth, right? <laughs> They're yeah, like, yeah, true. it used to be just fucking lava everywhere. <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, we're lucky to be here. Um, the but world yeah. was a terrible place. Yeah, I think that's I think that's brilliant. A lot of it's yeah. in the eye of the beholder too. As much science as you can bring to bear on this, uh, there is a human element that becomes involved because inevitably we're talking about a sample size of one, right? There's just one example that people know of uh, and we would compare everything to that example. Like to that idea about the girder, I always think of this too. Every time I'm in a city, there's a lot of bridges and skyscrapers, I think of some like future historian coming back, <laughs> doing their like version of the future Netflix documentary. And they're like, uh, this city is made of temples to the penis, which was worshiped <laughs> in these times. <laughs> you know, the aqueduct system, right? Yeah, yeah. That keeps all, all the all the, all the uh, worshippers of these penises um, <laughs> supplied with, with fresh water. They're not so different from you and I. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit happens all the time. Um, but the microplastics, I'm going to hold on to that one, Andrew, because I think that changes, that changes the calculation in a serious way. Uh, one of the ways that our buddies who made the Silurian hypothesis think about this is in the half-lives of radioactive material, right? That's something that would have some lasting power. And outside of one place in Gabon, I believe, uh, you would have to have a intelligent source creating that stuff, right? 
and mm. it's very hard to get rid of. So that's the example they went with. But we got to see what these guys think about plastic. Well, plastics. I mean, that I'm thinking about speaking. it right now. So, like, so yeah. say you are thinking <laughs> about it right now. And, and forget those guys. Forget those guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, right yeah. I'm, right. I'm gonna tell you something about plastic right now. So, oh, lay it on so us. say, I mean, because we're we're saying like we're humans, like we're. We've evolved. Are we? Yeah, we are, are we humans. If you didn't realize, no. But I'm saying we, we evolved. Fifty percent of this podcast is human. Did you just assume my species, bro? I'm very yeah, sorry. God, you're so you're so anthropocentric. I'm terrible person. No, but like we're humans, and we invented, we extracted fossil fuels, and we made plastic. But what if, we're talking about a, a civilization before it could not have been mammalian. It could have been a different species from the hundreds of millions of years. Let's say, let's, let's just go with dinosaurs. I mean, we talk about reptilians all the time. Let's go with dinosaurs. We yeah. we know that some of them had a bigger brain than others. They were fairly smart. They evolved, maybe evolved to birds. They yeah. worked. Yeah, in- those are the those are the Sinclairs. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know it all about them. But maybe maybe <laughs> a civilization evolved to industrial age stuff because in the industrial age, like steam power, we did not have plastic. We used everything metal and wood and we clay mm-hmm. and whatever else we could use to form and mold and move stuff. But there's no plastic. Mm-hmm. We're only like 120 years of plastic. But those are so readily available, right? Like, don't you think those stores would have been fucking completely depleted by now? Clay and stuff? No. Uh, clay and metal. Well, no, I like, I, precious I, metals. Yeah, and- like, like, like Andrew's saying, that if if you perhaps had a civilization or? that ran on types of like ores or they, they ran mm-hmm. on precious metals, like you wouldn't find that stuff as close to the surface as we did earlier now you have uh, like yeah, yeah. you have the you have the industrial you know you have industrial uh or production and extraction and stuff like this you have these miles down uh you know shafts that go down to the earth like five six miles whatever and it's all like it, you, you couldn't you you would be very hard pressed to find any and precious metal above within what time span have we had to resort thing. to going that deep yeah, but together, there's right? so many I'm, but there's so many precious metals in the world hmm. Like well, there's, how there's many people thing, would it yeah. take to extract all of those out of the timeline? I guess. Yeah, get it together, humanity. Chop chop. <laughs> you know, of course, more. Do. Yeah. do better. Of course. I mean, you could also be like, yeah. Um, like I said, like maybe we're being a little bit too anthropocentric about it. You're th- I mean, we, you're 100%. talking about sample. Sam- you're you're being. We're we have the sample one. We're the only intelligent species that we know of at this point that has that can come, manipulate. That, Maybe, maybe another civilization they didn't put so much value on gold or precious metals. Like mm. maybe their technology was not so much based around what that was. They used some other type of material or and, maybe they're or, alchemists. That too, there's <laughs> more utopian. Yeah. They just they're advanced you can find philosophers' stones all over the place. Like you just pick them up off the ground back then and just like turn it. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean it's it's a good question because <clears throat> what what I think we're all pointing toward here is uh, sort of interrogating the assumptions that come out. Like, we know this about our current society. It's it's very easy for a lot of people to say, yeah, of course, they used, uh, they used our particular approach. You know, they, they took what fuels. we call fossil fuels and they just went ham because that's what we did and we're so friggin' smart. But that is an assumption, and that's a stumbling block. There are a couple of other, surely, like you mentioned, precious ores. There are other things they could do. I love the alchemy idea. Let's just go for that one. I don't know if I can vote as a guest on the show. You can. But like, also, you know... What if it's entirely solar power? We talk about this with alien, the concept of extraterrestrials all the time, right? Uh, The Fermi paradox argues that, yes, statistically, uh, intelligent life is out there, and that 
also, yes, we're probably not going to find it or exist in the same time frame. <clears throat> but another question is, would those two very different things be able to recognize each other as mm. intelligence? Would we just be thinking, wow, these, these gigantic chains of hydrogen molecules seem to behave in a very particular way? You know what I mean? <laughs> and they like, is it possible that if something came before, it was so very different, so inimical to our understanding that that we wouldn't be able to recognize it? I think that's pretty that's pretty exciting. Um, and maybe a little depressing, but it's interesting. <laughs> How will we find it? I mean, it's, it could be something like it. Yeah, it could have been a uh, a colony of, of fungus, like hyper intelligent fungus, like that could have just been yeah. like. Some that oh, that yeah. that couple that fun forms guys. some type of consciousness. Fun guys, fun guys. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they're yeah they're fun. My to money's be with on that, by the way, for <laughs> for meeting an organic, um, an organic life form from like beyond the stars. Uh, I think like bacteria, some sort of fungus, mushroom just, people. Yeah, yeah. It would just oh, be amazing. that just takes over like human minds when you meet it. Like well, you just breathe, spent, you breathe in the spores, and you're like, <laughs> and then it just talks through you. Yeah, I'm, I'm and then the only thing that can save us. Yeah. The only thing that will be able to save us is a Italian plumber and his cut or his brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It was a documentary. I'm telling you that that movie's a documentary. <laughs> like it's real. Bob Hoskins and John and their, Leguizamo, like, and their pet raptor and their pet weird lizard. Thing. Man, <laughs> the, I haven't watched. I haven't rewatched it, but I remember thinking, um, thinking they made some definite choices with the Goombas. You know, oh, I feel yeah. like it, it was easy not to mess that up. <laughs> yeah. But it's and a they, de but how would they show the effects of the de-evolution ray? If you oh gosh, that's right. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. <laughs> Bob Hoskins oh breakout role. Yeah. yeah. Fucking amazing. Really made his career. I think he was yeah. inside the actor's studio talking about that, you know. And how he was too <laughs> drunk to remember. He doesn't remember any of it. He was too drunk on most of the, the uh, like most of the shooting. I think he was totally plastered. Is that true? Freddie was such oh, yeah. a one hit wonder. <laughs> I would have more stuff. Who, who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That was a banger. Okay. Slight <laughs> tangent. Sure. So the villain, villain and Roger Rabbit, right? Yeah. The spoiler warning, uh, folks. Christopher <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Not worth. Not yeah, needed. Spoiler warning. Not needed. Have you ever seen the twenty-year-old yeah. movie? Right. Right. The Titanic <laughs> sinks. Uh, Abe Lincoln gets shot. Uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, Roger Rabbit. Uh, the main. The main villain turns out to be a tune himself. But it always bugged me. What specific tune is he? Because almost every other one is identifiable, right? From the days of like the the silver screen and the and the yeah. funnies on the Nickelodeon, even. Uh, but that guy just is a tune, which somehow not being identified made him even scarier. And I spent so scary way too much Dude, when time. When he melts, when he fucking melts, that I show, know that was horrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That was literally horrifying. They don't make those kid, movies man. for kids anymore. No, you know no, what I, I mean. Can't. I don't think it was ever a kids movie though. Like I don't think it was ever supposed to be. A kid. I just yeah. had bad parents. But no, that's a good note. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like, yeah, it's got cartoons in it, so it's a kids movie. And I'm like, well, yeah. well. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why Jessica Rabbit was your dad's favorite cartoon. Yeah, I would be uh, like, yeah, right, right. like, it's got cartoons in it. It's it's a it's a kids movie. I'm like, yeah, I, Japanese animation. There's a bunch 
bunch of shit in there that isn't for kids. Well, right. That's cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not, yeah, they have a dude. lot of cartoons that you should not <laughs> watch, kids. Uh, yeah, that's uh, with that like with that tangent aside. So we get to this because we're talking about these uh, the idea that we might not be able to understand. Uh, another life form, right, from beyond this planet or beyond the solar system or what have you. Uh, but still, we have to realize we might not be able to really understand something, some ancient civilization that came and went. They might, you know, fire might have remained a novelty right. to them. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. doubt that. I doubt that. But it would be funny if those things exist, if that some ancient civilization existed, if they like came back <laughs> and they said, whoa. You guys are eating the other animals? That's fucking <laughs> crazy. You're wild. Yeah, holy. Um, or what's what what's an even a, a bigger oh they come in and they might be amazed by stuff, you know. There's no proof that every civilization discovers the same things, right? Mm -hmm. Or practices the same technology. So they might travel here and see uh microplastics again. And then and then they might panic. Right? Like, why did you guys do this? You fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up. It's literally in everything. Did you not realize like what was going to happen? Did you not think about the long game? <laughs> like, yes. We left alchemy instructions uh, everywhere. What about all that yeah. shit we shot into space? <laughs> yeah, like, but that's what? that's yeah. a yeah. That's an interesting point. Is that yeah? If 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 it were that would be the most telling sign for me. Somebody who's the the you know the. Uh, the designated skeptic on this as designated mm. skeptic on this podcast. Um, what I would look for, especially, is like even though you have these things that, yeah, uh, geologically, you know, biologically, things can break down, things can be, uh, you know, subsumed into the earth and taken and ground down into nothing. What you would be looking for is for things like in in or uh, physics. Physics wouldn't really lie because it would be like okay, if if these things were smart enough to put something into space, you'd be like there are only certain paths that you would want to put things in in order for them to survive for a long term, like a satellite or something like Black Knight like satellite, satellite. Black Knight satellite. Right? That's what's up there. That's from the that's but, from but the dinosaurs. Even, <laughs> but when I think about it now, I'm like, yeah, even a satellite. Now I think about it is like now even the satellites they're in degrading orbits. They're like they're still like if they're not constantly maintained and they calculate mm. for corrections, they're they're still unless you put them gonna, way they're still going to come down yeah. eventually, mm. right? Yeah. And I I think one of the uh, I think they in the Salian it's in the paper that the, the two guys published. Um, they were talking about one of the you know the easiest way and the biggest way we could probably figure out is if stuff you know if they had made it to the moon. Or another yeah. planetary body. Yeah, something with a with a less hungry ecosystem, to say right. the least. Much right? less erosion. Right. Yeah. I, I think about that too, especially when you see um the renewed push for a lunar foothold, mm. right? The uh, Artemis. Yeah. <laughs> all it takes, man, is all it takes is one big country saying, Well, we're gonna do it. Uh for like uh, several other countries to go, ah, but also we're we're in the race now, you know. Um, and if there is, if there is something that could be discovered, that it would fundamentally, I mean, it'd be the biggest thing. It would be the biggest thing since learning that humans are a thing, right? You would say, oh crap, the sequel, or is it a prequel? Dum dum dum, oh. and. Uh, <laughs> My question for you guys is if that if something like that happened, if there was a discovery like that, 
Do you think the people who discovered it would go public? Would it be like a big secret? Would no, no, they don't want you to know about it. I don't think there's a way. I don't think there's a a chance in hell they'd go public with it because there's people that I think into in our society right now with all the we're we're so divided in interest that if whoever gets there first, if they get something and there's any kind of information to gather from there from an ancient civilization that was there, they're going to want to take that. And then try to basically, they're like, what is there to know that we didn't know already that we could possibly give us a leg up on our rivals, right? Uh, Gotta utilize it. What could, could this give us a leg up on the Russians, right? Can we figure out if we, if there's something back on earth, is this going to help us against China, right? I just think there's, there's, there's this like real earth effort of like <laughs> not co- it's a human trait like, holy shit we're not <laughs> we're not here first everyone i think it would i don't think we would know right away i think it would it would come way later we'd hear the buzz aldrin's right in 50 years whoever's the next guy up there would be like we mm-hmm. saw some shit and everyone be like nah you did you crazy <laughs> bastard you, you old crazy bastard, you. bastard and then he'd go on the circuits and we'd be like this guy's wild and then it would come out like a hundred years. They're like, oh no, that guy was telling this truth the whole time. <laughs> but we couldn't, we couldn't say it. We couldn't say it back then. National security. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Classified. Oh, no, you know, sadly, you make really a really solid point there, especially if it's something that could be used for any sort of leverage, because it's still very geopolitics, still very much a, a zero-sum game to the people at the top. Oh, and also, you know what? Hang on, let me check. I have to check this every time we talk about this. I know we're I know we're live, folks. Just bear with me. Drum roll. Henry Kissinger still alive. Still oh, yeah. alive. Still alive. Every still every kicking. time, perhaps one of the mo- well, some people would say probably one of the most vilest humans ever. To, to Definitely a Sith Lord. <laughs> if, if, anyone's if there a was Sith one, Lord, yes, it'd be him. Yeah. <laughs> So, like the 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 Kissingers of the world, to your point, would a hundred percent they would come out and they would say, "No, we're keeping this moon stuff secret. No, right? we cannot tell them there about it." Is. This. <laughs> uh, and this this is uh, this makes sense because there would be conceivably there'd be a very easy way to control the flow of that information and prevent it from leaking. Right? If you're if you're chain of custody is there you know it's it's the fucking moon mm. it's not like somebody's gonna <laughs> stroll by on their way somewhere else right you know like oh i was walking yeah. to the 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 moon store and then i learned that there were uh, there was another civilization that existed so you you can clamp down on it i'm just wondering i don't know it just doesn't seem like it seems like the it doesn't seem like the best move to, to restrict that information. But then, of course, like the Pope would come out. How would organized religion react to it? Ooh, yep. I mean, if it's a private sector exploring <laughs> it, you know, maybe our best odds are someone like a, a billionaire like an Elon Musk uh, just finding this and then instantly going to Twitter for attention <laughs> and saying like, hey, there's a whole other civilization. Holy shit. We're calling them Tesla-ites or something, you know, something like that. And they are now my slaves. I, <laughs> I would think that you would have to try very hard to keep a scientist to keep their mouth shut about something. A team of scientists. Because not only would this be... Because again... Yeah, they can't like talk would, if they're dead, Dan. 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But right. when, but dead people, but dead people are missed. They are, you know, you could possibly, you know, try you could try you could try to pass one or dead. You could pass off, you could try to pass off like, oh, there was some kind of disaster, like, especially if it were some like underground, like, oh, there was a cave in all the, this entire team of scientists died. Whatever. How tragic. Um, or you could pull that. What the, can you do? Well, you could pull the, what is it, 2001 Space Odyssey when they find the first monolith on the moon and then everybody pretty much dies and they're like, oh, you know, they covered it up until they find the second one or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but but it, it would be very difficult, I think, to, to kind of keep that stuff. And you bring up the point of uh, organized religion. You know, I've gone through that. I've gone through that stuff to, as well. We haven't talked about it on the show, but I've, I've gone through that, some of that stuff. And I, I really don't think most of the religions in the world, I don't think would have a problem with it. Like God's an alien. We've talked about it before. Uh, like I, I, I've, you know, I've read some literature for some, like, you know, mm -hmm. some certain sects of like, you know, priests, some Catholic priests would be like, it's fine. Like it, it, religion, religion has survived finding out that the earth is not flat. Listen, it doesn't guys, revolve around, guys. you know, the sun doesn't revolve around the earth. Listen, like don't focus, we survived don't those things. focus on all the terrible <laughs> things we've done. Focus on this. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be a blessing. Did, Lynn, this the is, yeah, the Catholic <laughs> church rolled with all their pre, they were moving around their priests to diddle kids. I'm sure they'd figure out a way to fucking roll with their daily <laughs> life out there. I'm sure they well, could okay. figure that out real quick. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, not to mention that's get into that stuff, but that's yeah, a whole but other saying, like the core tenets of like <laughs> Christianity would not be affected yeah. at all by, that's by a really that. Good I point. don't think it would really, I think it would be, um, I think just like anything in humanity, it'd be a great divide in the Christian faith. I think, mm. I think there'd be oh, some, they'd find some, there'd be some people it. who'd be like, oh, this, we found that's God. This was God, actually. This is now we're going to spin it this yeah. way. And there's some people who'd be like, you're a liar. There's no way that's God because he hasn't come back. Denominations. I, I, but yeah. I'm like, that's already a thing. I'm like, dude, there's people in Appalachia that like snakes are the shit. And I like, like those are, people. The, They're the, fun. Getting bit by snakes is the doorway to heaven. Like, okay. Right. Like, I'm, right. Okay. Between, <laughs> between Dan and me, physically, if one of us were to drive to the other city, we'd be going through, you know, go through snake country. country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. the Pentecostals. But, but so I'm saying the organized religion thing is like, it's less about an organized, uh, a, a religion, right? A revealed religion, the kind with a book and everything. It be, it's less like, uh, it's less a matter of them going, oh crap, whoops, maybe we're wrong. And it's much more like it creates a new theater of philosophical war between these existing religions, right? Because every one worth its salt will, like you guys said, will incorporate it into its existing mm -hmm. belief system Right, and then yeah. it'll be another Absolutely. one of those examples. Yeah, because it's yeah. going to make us. We're going to have to write a new book, and you're going to have to donate even more money. Obviously, <laughs> right. right? Like that's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> we need a second pope. We need a space pope on the space moon. pope. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. What it's do you think God was doing pope. between days I'm one putting and my seven? name in the pot. Right? Yeah, he was doing. There's all this other shit. Right, right. this is going just on. our book. Right? But there's um, other books. <laughs> yeah, go, but going back to the the point about the keeping the scientists quiet about it i think it would be yeah. very difficult because you kill would, them. you but you would need because the, but the thing is is like you, kill them. you can't just kill them because you need to you study them. this thing you don't just like well, seal it up like then even you bring in new ones an interesting interesting thing that uh andrew and i when we went to this a little tangible it'll get to 
the point here. When we went mm. to WrestleMania, we stayed with a guy <laughs> who, <laughs> <laughs> who discovered an alien no, civilization no, 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 no. in his I'm backyard so in Florida, so yeah. in like Orlando, Florida. No, 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 no. All right, hey, okay. continue hey, the tangent. And he I said, said he introduced us. I said this would come around. I said this would come around. All right. Around, full circle. All right. All right. So first off, Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we stayed with a guy who, when we went to WrestleMania, and he was telling us a story that he knew a guy who owned this hotel off Cape Canaveral. Okay. Right. And uh, he actually owned the hotel that the astronauts got debriefed in. And they would land, so they would come back to Earth, they'd get collected, and they would stay at this hotel for like four weeks, and they were not allowed to leave. Oh, and yeah. like, and so it's like, you know, you you're not allowed to leave. You you put these guys in, and you're like, if you imagine like you just sat there and you're like, you're not gonna say anything. You're like, well, how can I not say anything? You're like, and you're just constantly threatened and bombarded and told what you're going to be. What what narrative you're gonna put out, right? Like I, right. I you could easily be swayed, right? Well, in in s- some amount of time, and and if that doesn't work. Just give him a lobotomy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, uh, give him uh, the old Manchurian <laughs> candidate treatment. Yeah. Uh, um, that's so. What's interesting there is that uh, this is something a lot of folks in the U.S. are not aware of, but there is a way to control control us nerds. It's called the National Invention Secrecy Act, uh, it, which, which is, okay. I like it. So back in 1951, like yeah, and then <laughs> back, this is a true story. This is for uh, any time I hear people talking about technological suppression as being a little too woo-woo, a little too out there. Since 1951, in the United States, Uncle Sam has had the ability to uh, not, to, see every invention, proposed invention, right? Anytime something touches the patent system or an interesting paper gets published uh, and go to the the patent applicant and say, one, good hustle, bud. Two, it's ours now. Three, you cannot tell anyone for the rest of your life. If people ask you about it, you don't know what they're talking about, right? And we'll give you what we feel like is a fair price Mm. for your invention. that is a very real thing. And it is so, I, I mean, it's, you can, you can Google or use your search browser of choice for Invention Secrecy Act of 1951. And what you'll find is even today, the public is guessing at how many different um, breakthroughs have been pulled into this. So if, you, if you're able to bring out the boogeyman of national security, right? A place on the global stage in in almost any uh, any country on this planet, then you will see attempts like these these laws. So I can only imagine the same thing would apply in space law. I'm being very lazy <laughs> like with it. the sci-fi now. <laughs> yeah. Like just put space in front of shit. Space law, quantum. They do something. have space. They do have space law and ISS. They, they like the ISS does have it. They do, well, the ISS does. Like the ISS and above yeah. there, there is an agree. They do have an agreement. There the is like an the on the paper agreement that the there is. Hasn't law. there been a space crime committed? There has. They sure. showed that fucking hole in the. One module. Oh no! And somebody was somebody was emailing something. Assaulted or something. Yeah, yeah. there's some there's some yeah. kind of email thing going That's on. That's why we have Space Force. That's why we have Space Force. That's why. Right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> 
Solving crime in a spacey town. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it, man. I, I'd, I'd have to say that, like, the national inventions thing is like, but is that, uh, just to ask you, like, from your knowledge, like, do you, is that, does it extend, like, solely to, uh, like, like you said, breakthroughs? It would be stuff like practical applied knowledge. Like, it would have to be something that they're actually putting together or something like that. Because I feel like if you were going to be like, I need, like, there's some weird writing here. I need to reach out to a couple different linguistics departments because I have no idea what I'm looking at and I need some people to kind of like bounce ideas right. off of. You got the right? crowdsource, right. You know, because I mean, it's any type of like scientific research, it's all collaborative, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't just bring one person and be like, it, it's not like the old school, what was the one, the one Russian scientist who decrypted the entire like Aztec a pictograph language like oh, by yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. him and his cat like him and his fucking cat yeah and um <laughs> I, but it's not like that anymore now it's yeah, like we can it. now we can do it uh now we now it's very because it, it, it's easier to be able to you know, we live in the age of information and being able mm. to reach out to mm. to other sources reach and it's much in touch um, space yeah, reach nice. out through space mm-hmm. <laughs> you get space mail yes. um space you know, mail of course new email it's something like that. So I'm wondering if that would that would extend like the national inventions. Like it's not it's not like it it's not like a plasma cannon. Like no, <laughs> you know, or you're a death right. ray. You're, you're you right. And that's a very um, good point. I mean, so for that, um, main, mainly, I think in, in the case of the uh, Invention Secrecy Act, a lot of what they're scooping up or hoovering up now is probably. SIGINT uh, crypto techniques uh, that were that for the vast majority right. of the public. Stealth is, technology, stuff like that. Right. I would, th- I would think gonna, stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah those you, you're going you're gonna to read it and you're going to be like, well, I'm proud of these guys, but it's paint. <laughs> What's the big deal? But, the, uh, but with your, your question there, I don't know. I mean, the more we talk about it, we're already building this bridge of what ifs, right? The more we talk about mm-hmm. it, the more we have to we have to conclude <laughs> that it would eventually leak, right? Someone would, yeah. someone somewhere in the chain would feel it is their responsibility as a human, right? To pull a Snowden or a Manning or an Assange. Consequences be damned. And, and once it's out- the reason they just out. randomly get suicided after. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they accidentally shoot themselves twice in the back of the head. And stuff themselves into a bag. up in a duffel yeah. bag. Yeah. 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 It would, yeah. It, it would just be a strange <laughs> thing shit. to find. Because, um, I mean, yeah, going on this this bridge, going out farther on this bridge of what ifs, like having an entire established colony or something on the moon, you know, via Artemis or whatever. Like we have this mm-hmm. out there and you have an entire archaeological lunar archaeological archaeological team mm-hmm. out there would be interesting just not even if they don't like i, I want to be like yeah they that just them going out there and mm. digging up stuff on the moon would be pretty neat like that's just a reality show I would somebody watch. out there yeah yeah it's also it's the you know the other the other possibility here is um kind of like the dark forest idea in in space exploration, what if what if there is a spot? What if this Silurian hypothesis thing is true, and there is a spot on the moon, but it's uh, much less an ancient Artemis and much more an ancient event horizon? What if people have just been going there the whole time, and the problem is no <laughs> one's getting out? Just, just go hang out for a bit, never get off. Yeah, I mean, like that's the kind of news I think governments would agree to keep secret. 
because it makes it makes them look thoroughly out of their depth. You know, the, the uh, back to two thousand one. It's like it activates the signal. It yes, and like it puts out. It's like they've made it here in in great enough numbers, mm. and with they have they have showed us technological advancement to such a level that there is a signal that goes out mm. to wherever. Um, I love it. This civilization. The, the world powers are like faking meetings for other reasons. <laughs> they say, okay, we're going to have a nuclear summit. Russia, China, the US. All right, we're very proud of the summit. They get behind closed doors and the you know they like, oh, put their hands over their faces. One guy just flings his suitcase in desperation. And they're like, the fucking moon. What is going on with the moon? <laughs> and it'd be really interesting yeah. if that signal's been broadcasting for years since we've made it to the moon. And it's always just an update. Like they have this huge meeting of all these world <laughs> leaders and they're like still beeping nothing's happened still beeps oh god oh god thank you oh god oh, like, they're all just like fuck it's time for the moon update like you know it's like everybody goes to G7 and they're all like it's time yeah. for the moon update and then the guy comes in with a bunch of paper a bunch of like whatever like you know like yeah. stacks of paper and it's like we've analyzed There's been no, know, across no all the radio spectrums and, uh, no change like oh Good. fuck <laughs> have we decoded the signal no 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 sir. no no new developments like no, no. god damn it <laughs> um, that would be amazing. Right now, of course, there is no solid proof of something like the Silurian hypothesis. These guys are just very uh, brilliant in pointing out uh, the, the problem with gaps in the historical record, the relatively <clears throat> limited scope of understanding that humanity has. <clears throat> and as long as those kind of questions are out there, I like you guys and and fully Fox Mulder about this. You know, right. I want to believe. Give me that UFO well, poster. And the other thing is, I was thinking of is like again, I would say we're the outliers, the Fox Mulders. We're the outliers, right? So it's like, say if there was a future civilization and they they found our like nuclear signatures, waste or whatever, yeah. right? Okay, would there be scientists that could be able to explain that in a way that they're like? Potentially, this could be naturally occurring. What's happening here? What we see, and then people be like, "Well, that's got to be it, right?" Because oh. they're, do you know what I mean? So there's, yeah. there's, they're God. looking at the problem, and mm. they're making a solution that they would be like, "Well, this could that they're comfortable with it." It's the, easy. Yeah, this is yeah, this yeah. is this doesn't mean that a, there was a weird ape race before us, lizard people, right? And they were bomb each other with nukes. This was a, some sort of natural occurrence on Earth, and they and they spell it out that way just because it makes them feel good about themselves. Well, that would have to be if right? we're uh, if we're talking about humanity, because now we have this. What, what's the what's the element? It's only refined like through nuclear plutonium two forty four. It's only like, done in like some rare cosmic events like supernova and stuff or nuclear. Fission, like right. Mm -hmm. So if 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 it, if we're talking about humans of, of the future, like for some reason we get wiped out down to like a thousand, we go back to the Stone Age and re restart it again in fifty thousand years. We come back and we get the same science we have now, and we're able to dig back. We find Chernobyl, we find these places with this element. Then and we could, if it was us, and we had the same way of thinking of the, about the periodic table. And like, there's only a couple ways this can form. Either we were way smarter at this era in time. Or we got hit by a supernova, and that's what wiped us out before. Like there's, there's got to be a, some signatures. If physics is a universal constant, and it's not something that we've just made up, let's say, because right now we think like oh, all these laws must be universal. 
to our universe. Mm. There's got to be a couple that like that type of signature, which would signify like we manipulated matter or supernova, like something that advanced, right? Right, assuming that that would be recognizable to the people searching. If we, yeah, if we found the same, if we followed the same line again, if we like, we got set back and then restarted in a linear line like we did before and came to this Mm. conclusion and we dug back to Chernobyl and we found the signature like, oh shit, Maybe these motherfuckers, and they they come up with their own name. It's not called this because we we talked about it earlier. But isn't that uh, Dan? What'd you say it was like a Doctor Who reference or something? Well, yeah, the some, yeah the Silurian and Silurian hypothesis is a <laughs> is that they're a uh, Doctor Who uh, villain species. Uh, oh, okay. They are a they are a uh, anthropomorphic uh, dinosaur species that live in near the core of the Earth. Uh, and they pop up uh, periodically to uh, have some. Um, I, I know they're an earlier villain, but I, the, the first time I saw them was I think it was the Matt Smith run. I think the Matt Smith uh, Doctor is when they popped up. Uh, the Hungry Earth, I think, was the, the episode um, where you know humans dug too deep, and <laughs> uh, you know very instead of finding a, a Balrog, you find uh, dinosaur people that that show up <laughs> and uh, live in some underground cavern. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a really good episode. There's a good it's a good you know most of Doctor Who's are probably makes pretty way good. more sense now because I thought this is the Cerulean <laughs> hypothesis and I thought we were going to talk about Pokemon right water, <laughs> how water types are superior yeah, to yeah like, we're, to, we're to most other ones yeah. man no that's a, that's <laughs> the thing too they they had uh, you can tell they're having fun with it and yeah. also. Uh, they know how to to name a paper, right? right. No doubt. They're, they're going straight for straight for some pop culture fans. Uh, and if you if you read a lot of scientific papers, you know, you become very thankful for stuff like that yeah. instead of you know, the, like the paragraph long title <laughs> and the you know the seventeen authors, two of whom actually wrote the paper. Um, it just happens that way. Even even with them, like uh, with the Silurian hypothesis, I would have been I would have went back personally. Like I would have went back further. There is a there's an H.P. Lovecraft story called The Shadow Out of Time. Yeah, and it, uh, are you familiar with it? Do you know oh, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I that's what popped in my head the first time they started talking about this. I was like, oh, maybe there was a race that existed at some Ooh. point uh, building these cyclopean <laughs> cyclopean monoliths mm. of un ununderstandable incomprehensible size and, and geometry and uh but they were just a placeholder race for another race that projects its consciousness through space and time <laughs> to escape uh devastation <laughs> and, 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 and of course uh his uh they're Yithians, I think, or yeah, whatever. The great yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, what what I have to say, I love about H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, oop, got some mm-hmm. dishes in my background. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what I absolutely Opa. love about H.P. Lovecraft, Opa, is that uh, all a- all the aliens are terrible. <laughs> there's not a good one. There's no nope. ET. The alien intelligence are all. There's no. Bad. I bring you love. <laughs> I bring you in their love. own way. Yeah, that guy. That guy really just took xenophobia and aliens are terrible. terrible. <laughs> yeah. They will murder you. I think. I, well, I'm not gonna say for his early works. Yes, the, the, I think the the later years. I think he recanted. He kind of went back on some of his stuff. He did. I'm he not gonna. It's not justifying his earlier stuff, but it's yeah, yeah it's a yeah. whole different <clears throat> discussion. <laughs> but I, also, this uh, Silurian hypothesis to the point of Lovecraft. I feel like if someone brought that up to to old boy, he would say. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. 
<laughs> I think it probably happened. And and it was, you know, and you would say, well, maybe it was a decent society. And he would go, no, mm-mm, no way. <laughs> it's a very, for a guy who wrote so much about aliens, he's very anti-alien. Yeah. yeah. Just stem to stern, this guy. Just sci-fi, okay? Maybe he knew. <laughs> maybe he knew. Maybe he's disinfo. Maybe he knew. Makes him seem really bad. Disinfo. He'd seen some shit. He saw some shit. He was like, the only way I could keep this secret is by publishing world famous stories about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not even famous. Man, like, no. I always yeah. tell people, like, read H.P. Lovecraft. That shit will blow your mind because it's just the, all the ideas and stuff in there that, that came out of that. Oh, that yeah. man is insane. Like, the, the stuff that. I don't want to say everything's derivative, but there's a lot of stuff today that is derivative of his work that it would just be like people like this. If you like this, you you'd like that, <laughs> right? Hundred and ten percent. I used to be uh, intimidated to read uh, the guy that he always said he he quite loved, which was Algernon Blackwood, right? Who wrote a, a story called The Willows. And then I went back and I finally read it, and I was like, wow, this is written in such a clear and less, like, <laughs> obtuse way. You know, the thing about H.P. Lovecraft, it feels like he's writing code sometimes, and I, I love it as a big fan of, of horror and sci-fi. Um, he, he will do this classic H.P. move. He puts on the H.P. sauce, I'd call it, where he says, <laughs> this monster's so crazy, I could not describe it to you. Undescribed, but he but lets let you describe it for like five, to like five paragraphs, right? <laughs> you know? But it's a, yeah, but it's like it, it, he describes everything in those five paragraphs, but he describes nothing, and it's like right. it just lets right. your imagination run wild. And for you know, for somebody who has an active yeah. imagination, that's like uh, that's more terrifying than anything that you could possibly do. Uh, uh, this is this is the guy that wrote the Harry Potter books. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. five of the how yeah, many I'm Harry Potter saying. books? Under ten, five, five, seven, five, seven. Oh, fucking five, five of the seven. He wrote five okay. of the seven. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. They handed it <laughs> off. They gave it. He, yeah. had to, he had to either read the J.K. Rowling is his pen name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, w and with this, you know, I want to I want to thank you guys for uh, letting me uh, join you on this wild ride. And I, I bet, oh. I, I bet you're getting weird stuff too, man. About pe people commenting. I hope somebody's commenting with proof of the Silurian hypothesis, right? Hell yeah. I want to see it. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, just well, we got the we got the fucking anti-kythera mechanism. That's <laughs> yeah. all the proof right there. That's all I need. <laughs> I was thinking about that too, man. That like the Baghdad batteries. Um there's some crazy shit out there. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And that's the thing. You really don't know. People, some of the smartest people in the world are working around the clock. Yeah. Trying to figure and, this all uh, out. I mean, we talk we, we go back just not that far. I mean like we talk about like the pyramids yeah. all the time, right? Just like all yeah, these, these ancient I mean, structures like, that are like we don't really know, but this must have been humans. But now it's like it's a whole, it's like a lost tech, like a lost way of building. We just yeah, don't really I, know. We, yeah. we talk, talk about the Tepe's fucking middle of nowhere, nowhere near water. Oh, yeah. They backfilled a fucking they backfilled uh, a superstructure seven thousand years before they said anything else could have been built like that. There here is a yeah. structure. I but mean, it's like that you, they backfilled. It doesn't make any shit. sense. If it's that's not evidence of some sort of pre-existing widespread civilization that had technological advances that we didn't know about, I don't know what is. I mean, it could have just been, uh, you know, like a party venue. 
<laughs> and they're like, I'll cover it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I think people go way out of the way to visit, you know, like Bonnaroo or Red Rocks or, yeah. you know, all, all these sort of <laughs> things. Maybe that was just like where they got down, you know? Yeah. That was but the full moon yeah. parties back in the day. That's, <laughs> right? and that's, but that's one of, like you said, that's the one of the most uh, appealing things about the site learning hypothesis is that, yes, it is totally possible. It is something that, um, you could have had, and we're not talking about like maybe not spacefaring, maybe not, you know, atomic age, not no exactly fossil fuels, there, no maybe plastics. not industrial age, but like Aztec age, Stone Age, like a Neolithic, oh, something like that. Yeah, that's Dinos- dinosaurs were on the earth for millions of years. Mm. Like, like there are Hundreds species of, of dinosaurs of that existed longer than humans. And mm. if what? you're going to be like, they didn't do anything that whole time, or there wasn't something out there that did something with that time, I'd be well, like, the crazy, yeah, we, the crazy thing we didn't talk about, like, yeah. and we go to that gotta let Ben go here real quick but just before we let, we let him go as I know you've talked about and we've talked about it before how rare and highly improbable fossils are to form and that oh, and yeah. that 99.9% of species probably did not fossilize in the historic record and we will never find exi- their existence ever there there's no proof that they ever were here the, we've only found a few thousand actual skeletons of dinosaurs we found a lot of bones and you know, yeah. like finger bones oh. and like toe Could bones. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if the oils and shit that we're fucking mining were, were that's like ancient technology that we're just like, oh yeah, this is naturally occurring, but <laughs> that was their waste. This was some sort. This was some sort of like naturally <laughs> oh, occurring. That was their landfills. We're just fucking powering all powering our shit through up. their fucking dumps. Yeah. No, I could see it. Also, yeah, the the fossil thing is 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 true. I think a lot of times we don't realize just how. How just so all the conditions have perfect. to be for just a fossil perfect. to occur. Yeah, yeah. It's very much a golden Especially a situation. whole skeleton fossil. Like you get like a bone or a tooth or like mm-hmm. a Dude, which is even which makes that one ankylos ankylosaur perfectly like, preserved. Oh, yeah. Perfectly that perfect. makes it even more impressive to be like, that's mm. fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, uh, fossils are amazing. You know, I was, I was having a really weird conversation with someone a while back and, and we were like, what is what is the idea of a legacy? What do you what do you leave for the world, right? And um, one person was like, "Well, I guess you know, I'm uh, my kids. I got two kids. I love them. They're gonna carry on after me." And then this one guy, let me give you the other people's example. This one guy was like, "I think I want to be fossilized." <laughs> and I was like, wait, "Like, what? What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, like a dinosaur uh, bone. You know, put me in the museum." Uh, I'll be I'll be fossilized, and I uh, I respect the shit out of that guy for thinking <laughs> in the long term. That's a like yeah. millions of long years game. plan. That's, yeah. yeah. You know what? I got too much shame to even be donate to Body Works. To be honest, I don't want anyone <laughs> seeing me naked. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have skin left, but yeah, like, it doesn't really matter. Your, your penis it doesn't matter. Your tiny penis I don't want would be de- long. I don't want people even guessing. Yeah. All right, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, uh, you, I think you should. I, I don't know how how it works. Um, where where you're at, man? But uh, Braden, I would think carefully and do a lot of research before donating your body or agreeing <laughs> to, because at least here in the U.S., they've been treated. Pretty egregiously at times Ooh. against the wishes of the donors. Come on, we blow shit up. Get your shit together. Yeah, I've told all my I've told all my friends I to burn in me the UK like Aragon. Too, actually. Wow, UK yeah. works that way too. All right, just before we let you go, Ben, I just want you, you gave us a couple quotes in your notes that you sent over, and I thought they were like pretty interesting because these guys, Frank and Schmidt, they're 
they're legit. They're legit, like top in their field. They're not saying like, oh, there was dinosaur people, but they're they just just pondering the idea. Like, what if? What if this is something we should look at in the future? And maybe if we find the right signals to detect, maybe we will find evidence that there was a pre-human, not even mammalian. It could be something we have no idea. Like we're because we're think we always say we've been think, saying like we're thinking like humans, like what we would have done or what yeah, we we're will thinking do. What we know. What we know. But they say in the end, they say there's an interesting paradox in considering the anthropogenic footprint of a geological time scale. The longer a human civilization lasts, the larger the signal one would expect in the record. However, the longer a civilization lasts, the more sustainable its practices would need to be to have become in order to survive. So you become more efficient, more environmental. You leave less of a footprint by the end of the civilization, which is which is when like the footprint of your civilization would be the most. When you're the most advanced, you have the most people, the most interconnected society. But at that time, you would actually have the least footprint in the record if done right, if you're sustainable. So that's like an interesting thing to say, like maybe there was a civilization of some kind, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions that got buried. Like we, This is a topic we could talk about for a long time, like all the subduction zones of all the plates of the earth and oh. stuff that gets ground down and fucking bat, turned back into molten rock and spit back up through like the, we're like we're talking on like we've as that we said at the start like we're on we're one page of a 10,000 page book of the history of the planet and there's we really don't know much even about one page like last sentence yeah, like, yeah <laughs> like exactly we, we even don't know much about us as humans we only know a few thousand years and we've said like, oh yeah, we keep pushing it back hundreds of thousands. Is it 50, is it 70, is it 100? Like we don't really know. But in 6,000 years, we've gone from what they say, like whole hunter gatherer to now we have fucking Starlink and space travel. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like what could have been there and what is sea levels have risen 500 feet. Like there's so many yeah. things that could just completely disintegrate a civilization quickly. And in our modern buildings, as soon as roofs fail, the water gets in, plants overgrow. Within a few hundred years, like it's gone. It's covered up in forest. And if you're not low knowing what to look for, it's gone. You, you wouldn't see it. You would not see Everybody it. Everybody call into work tomorrow on account of existential dread. Boom. Yeah. There you go. You know, I'm yeah. thinking about mortality, boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take really stare, stare at the water or the sky. I don't for... think I'll be very productive today. It'd just be better yeah. to stay home. Too much drudgery. <laughs> Anyways, there's... You know, like we're, we're all gonna we're all gonna die, right? You you know that, right? Uh, uh, fuck it, I'll send the email. All right. Yeah, well, big deal. Anyways, they, it's a really cool topic and I'm really glad you uh, reached out to come on and speak about it because it's, it's super thanks. fun. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is like, I'm really happy that uh, we're able to talk about this stuff. Now, I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to talk more with you all in the future. We are at the very end of 2022. We've survived a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's let's try to get together in uh, 2023, oh, yeah. assuming this whole thing doesn't burn down. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, Ben, before uh, you go- even then, well, even then, we can podcast as it's on fire, right? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, dance. We'll go the, down with the ship. Nero yeah. style. Yeah, go down yeah. with the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben, we'll just set up a table. We'll set up a nice table. Which, I mean, microphones and infrastructure will be all down, so we'll just use sticks. Yeah, we'll, it'll be fine. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it live. You know, we'll have a, we'll have a little sign. We'll say, um, "What do you think about the end?" You know, <laughs> be on our show, and we'll we'll give you some bread. Awesome, Ben. For people who have never heard you speak before, they're living under a rock. But uh, where, shame where, on you. Yeah, where can they where can they find your podcast? Where can they find more about you? 
Sure. Uh, thanks so much, uh, guys. You can find uh, you can find me in any number of places. Uh, most particularly, check out stuff they don't want you to know. Uh, again, <laughs> we would have picked a shorter name if we thought we'd be going this long. Uh, it, uh, we we cover a lot of. stuff a lot of stuff that would interest you if you're a fan of Alien Theorists, which I am. Uh, you'll also be, oh, right, I'm supposed to tell you about the book. Oh, yeah, the book. book. It's called Shit. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. So I know they're legit. Get it, get it. For How'd your... you even get that published? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of going back and forth with writer, uh, with uh, publishers and legal departments, actually. <laughs> a lot. A lot. But, uh, but um, we worked hard on that. If you'd like to learn more about weird stories of the past human civilization, go to Ridiculous History. Uh, and then if you want to find me on the internet, I am in a burst of creativity at Ben Bolin on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, some, at Ben Bolin HS. W. And then hopefully you can uh, find me on this show in the future. Always be closing. Boom. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to let Ben go here. We're going to take a short break. We're going to continue with After Hours. So if you're listening on the public version, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. For everyone supporting the show, we'll catch you on After Hours. Keep those eyes on the skies. <laughs>